girl. You're being stubborn this time. You were working just yesterday, I know it. Mm -hmm. I passed the phase modulation to the Omega Drive, maybe that will get you to <coughs> Doctor! Ow! Oh, what the... Christine! Is this alright? Uh, yes. It's perfect. This is shut out too much. You're certainly a chaste young lady for someone who grew up in medieval England. Very refreshing. But don't worry. I don't think showing your ankles will cause too much of a stir where we're going. Cover up anymore and people will think you're entering a convent. What's wrong? You're blushing. No one's ever called me a lady before. Well, get used to it. There's a lot of things I'm going to have to get used to about you, Lord Doctor. What the? What's happening? There's some sort of spatial anomaly. What? Hold on. If I can dematerialize. I can't hear you! There's no need to shout, Chris. Everything's all right. Sure, you know how to work this magic box of yours, Doctor? Don't be silly. I can operate just standing on my head. You need to stand on your head? Sometimes it definitely feels that way. Well, the danger is over, but it worries me nevertheless. What worries you? That spatial anomaly we just hit. That type of thing doesn't usually affect the TARDIS. We passed through it just as we were preparing to materialize. Had to pull us back into the vortex to avoid being pulled apart. Vortex? Never mind. I'll explain it one rainy day when you're bored. Now, let's see what this anomaly looks like. What is that? That's a picture of the outside of the TARDIS. But it looks like the night sky. It is, in a way. We're in space, Chris. You see that large circle over there? You mean the blue and green one? Yes, that's the Earth. That's your world. You are truly powerful, Lord Doctor. You show me things I never dreamt existed. Well, that's what it's all about, Christine. Now, look over there. You see that swirl of color? Yes, it's pink. That is the spatial anomaly we stumbled into. It shouldn't be there. How did it get there then? A good question. Could be the beginnings of a wormhole. Maybe an experiment with the Corollis effect. I'm sorry, Doctor. I do not understand. No apologies. Chin up. We're going to show you a bit of your future world. Forget all this talk of anomalies. At least for a little while, alright? Yes, Lord Doctor. speak. Where are we? Uh, London, England. In the year 2041. That's about 700 years after your time, Christine. Shall we go see your future? Hell, why does it have to rain every time I have a night class? I knew I should have let Daddy pick me up. Oh, but oh no, not me. Not little Miss Independent. What was it Grand Grand used to say? How can you tell if it's raining cats and dogs? Because <laughs> there's in the street. Ugh. I'm drowning! Maybe if I looked lost enough, I could get a ride with someone. <sighs> Where's a night errand when you need one? Hey there, little girl. Where do you think you're going? Oh, Christine. Here it is. London, the 21st century. What do you think? I don't like it. What? Well, what happened to all the trees? The trees? Yes. Everything seems so, I don't know, hot now. Is this how people actually live in the future? Cold and hot? Hmm. 
That's exactly how the people of today would describe your time. Cold and hard. <laughs> Amazing. After 700 years, kingdoms and eras come and go. Technology advances and the landscape changes. Mankind stays so much the same. Are you sure you're not a bard? <laughs> You've never heard me sing. What was that? Sounds like someone's in trouble. You stay here, I'll go and see. Ah, ah, oh, what do you want? Just your brain. Come on, Hanson, quit playing around and get on with it. Sorry, baby. Playtime's over. Let's go. Blast! But too late! What are you doing here? You really expect me to stay behind? Ugh. That van was certainly in hurry, wouldn't you say? What was that thing, Doctor? It looked like the carriage was moving by itself. It's a very inefficient mode of transportation, Christine. It's called an automobile. It runs on the residue left by this plant's fossils. Imagine that. Year 2041, and they still insist on using a fuel source that's as outdated as the fossils it comes from. It's high time that something was done about that. Perhaps he uses the Ministry of Health. Hey, Doctor! Look at this! Drops of blood! Yes. Indefinite signs of a struggle. You know, Chris, I have a feeling there's something more than an inefficient use of resources going on here. Here's a pouch! Maybe someone dropped it in the struggle. Looks like a backpack. Something a student would carry. Let's see what's inside, shall we? We can't just go through some of these pouches, Doctor. It's not right! I'll ask her permission after we find her. How do you know it was a her? This ID tag on the bag says her name is Anne Smith. That she lives at 318 Waltham Street. I believe that's in Leicester Square area. Hmm. You can't see if it's a downtown. As long as we can take the TARDIS, the roads seem too dangerous for walking. <laughs> I'm sure the locals will say the same thing about your time, my dear. You have my records? Yes, sir. Kingston W. Smith of 318 Waltham Street. Age 42, height 6 foot 3, weight... But you don't have any for Anne Smith. There's no record of anyone matching that name or the ID number you have provided. You can submit a form for an ID check at the records division of police headquarters located at... I simply want to report my daughter missing, that's all. I'm sorry, sir, but without proper identification, you'll be required to come down to headquarters and fill out form C-7, form 25-400, and an ID-10-T. Otherwise, we will be unable to distribute a missing person's announcement. But I've given you her ID number. You have the proper identification. No, sir. You have submitted an invalid ID number. We must have a valid number in order to issue an announcement to our patrols. Is there anyone else I can talk to? I'm sorry, sir. I am the commander of the Missing Persons Information Systems. I am the only one authorized to approve a missing person's report. Now, if you will come down to the station with a missing individual's ID tag and or birth record, we will put out an announcement. I don't have either of those. I'm afraid there's nothing we can do for you, Mr. Smith. Have a nice day. Transmission terminated. 10.25 p.m. Perfect. What do I do now? Anne? Anne, I can't... Oh, sorry. I thought you were... Never mind. Who are you? What do you want? I'm called the Doctor, and this is my best friend, Christine. We're here to help. Uh, She's waking up. Uh, what am I? Who are you? Why are you taking me? It's not important. You won't remember in an hour or so. What do you mean? What are you going to do to me? Nothing, my dear. Nothing at all. 
But Mr. Weir, <laughs> Mr. Weir is going to educate you. Hanson, just shut up. We're not supposed to talk to the prisoners, remember? Prisoner? You shut up too. Ah! All right, open it. No, no. Get in there. You jerk! Marvelous, Anne. You've really stepped into it this time. It's so dark I can't even see my hand. What am I going to do? You could panic. What? Who's there? Who are you? Relax. I'm your hallmate. Hallmate? Yeah, that's where we are. In a hole. When they opened the hatch in the ceiling to throw you in here, I could see the walls. We're in some kind of a cave, I think. My name's Petra. I'm Anne. What do you think they want us for? I don't know. They grabbed me last night and threw me down here. I haven't seen hide nor hair of anyone since. I was beginning to think they'd forgotten about me. What do you think they want with us? Do you think they'll kill us? Not sure. The big guy, Hanson, said something about his boss wanting to use my brain for something important. I didn't like the sounds of that. He said something like that to me, too. What's that noise? The humming? Who knows? It gets louder, then softer. Sometimes I'd swear it was someone moaning. It gives me the shivers. Sounds like a thousand people moaning. Don't listen too hard. It'll drive you crazy. I think it's too late for that. It's okay, Anne. At least we can keep each other company. Yes, I'm glad you're here. Uh, uh, well, I don't mean that exactly. I, you know. I understand. I bet my daddy's going crazy wondering what's happened to me. So let me get this straight, Doctor. You heard a scream, saw a van pull away, and then found my daughter's backpack? That's about it. Maybe you should notify the authorities. I tried that already. They can't find a record on the data net, so they refuse to look for her. What do you mean they can't find a record? It's a nightmare. They keep telling me that she doesn't exist, that her ID number is invalid. I've got to find her, Doctor. Maybe she ran away. I ran away once. When she gets hungry and can't find food or shelter, she'll be back. She didn't run away. How can you be sure? My daughter and I have a very good relationship. She'd never do anything like that. Besides, her insulin is still in her backpack. I see. She has diabetes. Yes, and without her medicine... I do not understand. Anne has a problem, Christine. And she must take medicine regularly or she'll die. And she left that medicine behind? Yes. Now, Mr. Smith, where was she walking home from? Her school. She's in the university program down at the Coleman Institute. She was going to be an architectural engineer. Don't worry, old chap. She still will be. Come along, Christine. Let's get down to the school of hers and poke around. Maybe somebody saw something. Let me come with you, Doctor. After all, she is my daughter. No, that'll be quite all right. You need to stay here in case she returns or calls. Right. Listen, Doctor, I don't know who you are, but just know this. I lost my wife, and I can't lose my daughter. I just can't. You won't, Kingston. I promise. Come along, Christine. Petra? Still here. I'm going to go insane. I just wish I knew what they planned to do with us. I know you do, Anne. It's the only thing I can think about. I wish there was some way to get it off my mind. And that horrible humming noise. On top of everything, my arm is killing me and so is my head. I think those two idiots busted it open when they knocked me out. Well, Petra, I guess you could tell me your life story to pass the time. 
That wouldn't take long. I was born in America. I followed some guy I thought I was in love with over here. What happened? He found Miss Wright, and it wasn't me. What about your story? Shorter than yours, really. I go to school at Coleman. I live with me dad, and that's about it. Where's your mom? She died in a car wreck a few years back. I'm sorry. It's been rough on me dad. He was driving the car. He'd been drinking that night and still blames himself. That's tough. Yes. And now this. I don't know if he'll be able to make it if something happens to me. <laughs> I guess something already has, huh? <laughs> I'd say we're having an eventful day, that's for sure. <laughs> it wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't so dark. I mean, I can't even see you, Petra. Well, I'm eight feet tall, 450 pounds, long purple hair, and six legs. <laughs> At least you still have your sense of humor. We have to keep our spirits up, just for sanity's sake. We must survive. You're right. I've got to get out of this if for no other reason than to save me dad's life. Okay, Christine, here's where it all started. The spot where I was attacked. She was coming from the school over there, and we saw the van drive off in that direction. Barely, but we already know all of that. When you want to solve a problem, you must analyze it from every angle, my dear. You must look at it like a puzzle full of identically shaped pieces. They all fit. They only make sense when put together correctly. I thought we were going to talk to the people around school, Doctor. We are, we are. But it's close to midnight, and there'll be no one to talk to until around 6 or 7. So we have all night to analyze our problem. Okay, so what do you want me to, to do to help in the meantime? Um, being quiet would be a good start. I'm sorry. I thought I could help. It's not like I'm totally useless. Of course. I'm sorry. I guess I've spent a little too much time alone lately. If you'd be so kind, walk the path between here and the school. Observe everything you can, and see if anything looks out of the ordinary. Everything is out of the ordinary here to me, Doctor. Uh, yes, but, um, you know what I mean. Anything looks out of place or suspicious. You go and do that while I think. Very well. Yeah, let me see. The van was going north. Anne was also going north, so they approached from behind. They saw her, then pulled over. Rather quickly, to judge by the tire marks. Then they kidnapped her. If they had known who she was, then they would have waited for her up ahead. No, no, they were just driving around looking for someone. Anyone to abduct. Hmm. That makes it more difficult. Random acts are so much more complicated. Doctor! I think I found something! What? What is it? The carriage tracks here. They move close to the edge of the road, just in front of the spot where Anne was grabbed. Yes. So? Well, let me finish. On the edge of the road, you can see some gray mud that has been scraped off the wheels. Could we not find where this mud came from? Brilliant! That's perfect! So I did good. You did splendidly, Chris. I knew you'd be a tremendous help. Hmm. Now, help me collect some of this stuff and let's see what it tells us, eh? Oh, Petra. This waiting is driving me mad. I wish they would do something with us. Anything. Be careful what you wish for. I'm just happy to be alive and in one piece. Oh, I know, I know. But I feel like we should do something. You know, try to escape. How? Through the rock wall or the 12-foot ceiling? Someone's coming. Shh, listen. Here, sir. There's two of them down here. One from last night, one from tonight. Get last night's out. 
You! Get up here! How? Lower the ladder, Richter. Climb up here now. You better do what they say, Petra. I'll see you soon, Anne. Remember, you must survive. I will. You too. <sighs> oh, Daddy, hang on. I'll get out of here. I promise I will. This way, please. What are you going to do to me? You, my sweet, are going to become the newest installment in my wonderful project. It's an honor, really. You are going to offer your mind in the noble pursuit of advancing the human race. Doesn't that sound exciting? It sounds like you're sick. There's no need for that, Mr. Hansen. She's not going to be around much longer. Well, not in her present state, at least. You're all mad! Not mad, merely visionaries. Ah, here we go, the processing room. Gentlemen, if you will set things up for me, I must take care of something, but I shall be right back. Yes, Mr. Weir. Okay, girly, get inside. You won't get away with this. You know that, don't you? We already have. Now get in that chair. But that's a dentist's chair. That's right. Time for your checkup. Strap her down, Richter. You know, you don't have to enjoy this so much. Yeah, but it makes it more fun. Okay, she's nice and tight. Shall I give her the injection or will you? I will. Injection? What are you... Ouch! What? What was... Now she's ready for Mr. Weir. Do you ever wonder if Weir's completely sane? Come on, Richter. You know the deal. It doesn't matter if the boss is sane. He's paying us a boatload of money. And that's all that counts. Yeah, but these are only kids for crying out loud. Here he comes. Okay, girl, just cooperate and everything will be okay. Is she ready, gentlemen? Yes, sir. She's doped up and ready to go. Excellent. Mr. Richter, please activate the terminal while I speak with our friend here. Yes, sir. How are you feeling? You've drugged me. I feel woozy. Like the room is spinning. Oh, don't worry. It's nothing permanent. It's only a small amount of Thorazine. It helps open your mind. Okay, let's begin. What's happening to the wall? It's actually a terminal screen. It's going to open your mind even further. It's all subliminal, child. Just sit back, watch the images, and don't fight it. Must obey. You must obey the numbers. The numbers are life, and life is the numbers. To stop reading the numbers is to die. To misread the numbers is to die. The numbers are your heartbeat. They must continue. They must be read. You must read the numbers. You want to read the numbers. The numbers are life, and life is the numbers. I must read the numbers. I must read the numbers. The numbers are life. Very good. Okay, gentlemen. She's ready to be installed. Hmm. Why are you testing the mud? To determine exactly what its composition is. Pittsburgh's most highly developed five senses. They can tell you quite a lot. And what are you telling you? That I'm hungry. It's been a long time since lunch. And that the composition of this mud is water, traces of clay, 
granite, limestone, and... Aha! What is it? Zygite. That's a rather large amount of zygite in this sample. What's a zygite? A man-made substance. It was used for reconditioning old buildings around the turn of the century. It's frightfully useful stuff. Sprayed on like foam, but would harden stronger than steel. How would this help us find Lady Anne? I was outlawed by the World Health Organization in 2020. Turned out long-term exposure to zygite dust and fumes would affect the brain. People started going mad and the authorities had to step in and take out every trace of the substance. Many of the older buildings were simply torn down and rebuilt. So where do we start looking? There must be countless buildings in London. True. But it would have to be a building that hasn't been used in over 20 years. There can't be too many of those about. We must gain access to a good blueprint of London. Maybe we can narrow down the search to a few structures in the vicinity. Fairly just sounds like a difficult task. It is, Christine. That's the only shot we got right now. I made a promise to Kingston that we return his daughter safe and sound. And that's exactly what we're going to do. So, where to now? A blueprint guild? <laughs> no, we'll stick to our plan and question the staff at Anne's school. Maybe someone there can give us a little more to go on. At least we have something to work with, right? Exactly. Must read the numbers. Must read the numbers. That's right, my child. Soon you will be installed in the computations and take part in the glory. The numbers are alive. You responded so well. Ah, here we are. Your new home, the computations room. Now go and take your place with your brothers and sisters. The numbers will display on the large terminal screen at the end of the platform. Phase one will be complete, and we can finally get out of this hole in the ground. Then I will launch humanity into its next great age of evolution. My master will be free, and I will lead my people into godhood. We are. Lord, you are with me. I am always with you, Simon, dear. I am inside your mind. I am a part of you. We are close, my master. Close to the completion of phase one. I am pleased to hear it. I grow tired of waiting. My exile has been long. You must free me soon! Don't worry, Master. You will be free. It must be so, Weir. And when it is, you shall have all the formulas you need to thrust your puny species to the brink of divinity. You will be a god amongst your race. And you will be free to rule again, to rebuild your own race, and to exact revenge on the ones who imprisoned you. Yes, my revenge will be swift. They will all die. They will suffer as I have suffered in this isolated torment. Yes, Lord. I will feast on the Time Lords until their race is extinct from your universe. Death to the Time Lords! Death to the Time Lords! Death to the Time Lords!